Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Swim England East Region podcast. It's our second coach of the week on the call with us, but our guest today has quite an unusual swimming world perspective. We're speaking on today's show with Thomas Suckling from Ware Swimming Club. Tom is a coach amongst the fraternity of thousands of coaches in this country whose time on poolside came to an abrupt halt a few weeks ago. However, with his other hat on, he is also working flat out in a hospital in Hertfordshire, supporting mental health services at a time when they need more support than ever. So Tom's going to be sharing some great tips with us today for both the young people out there and the adults who are finding themselves struggling and things that they can do to help make the best of the coming weeks and hopefully make the situation a bit more manageable. Okay, let's get into episode seven. Hello and welcome to the show, Tom. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Thanks for agreeing to come on. We're, we've ha- already had one coach on this week and now we've got another one. So if you can just give us a little bit of a story as to who you are and where you're from. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a uh, swim coach at um, Wear Swimming Club um, and I'm also a learning disability nurse that works in mental health services um, and I've worked in inpatient and community um, services within mental health. So you've got two hats there and I'm sure... Certainly the, the work you do in the pool helps in terms of communication and then maybe the other way around. But how's that affecting you at the moment? Because obviously the pools are shut. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so obviously work is um, quite busy at the moment um, and we're still trying to stay connected in terms of um, the swimming club um, and you know what we're, we're giving to our swimmers um, as much as possible for our social media sites. That's really good. I think we've all uh, started to figure out how to make use of all the various digital platforms that are out there. So it's great to see that so many people are still staying connected, even though they're not actually able to get to a pool. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a quite important thing to make sure we we do stay connected um, and use what resources we have um, to be able to do that as much as possible. Well, I came to you today, Tom, because I obviously wanted to pick your brain on a few things, obviously more from your background in mental health um, and just talk a little bit around some tips that you could give to our athletes, to our coaches, to everyone out there who's isolated and kind of bring it to life from a swimming coach's perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So there's a few few ways we can go about um, thinking about our well-being and our mental health, um, particularly for those who are quite active, quite busy um during this time of isolation and when our activity is massively reduced um so one of the big things we've got to think about is uh maintaining our routines um in particular um thinking around sleep sleep something that's going to be um quite affected um if we're not hitting the same level as activity uh we did before um or potentially we're finding ourselves having uh, more time to uh, be able to sleep. Um, so one of the the first um, sort of tools we can use uh, to help maintain routine, in particular sleep, um, is thinking around timetabling. Um, so about planning out our days and our activities, um, and ensuring what we're doing has a particular focus. Um, 
so one of the things we can uh, look at our focus being is potentially on um, particular swim coaches. Um, what are our weaknesses? What do we need to know a little bit more um, knowledge on? Um, and then putting that into um, our, our timetables as well. Yeah, there's been kind of a flood in the last week of people having conference calls or sending out tips on books they're reading or whatever it is. So it's one of the, the things we had with our coaches last week was actually mentioned that we're probably never going to have a, a window, if we want to call it that, like this again, um, certainly for many years, we hope. Um, so actually to make for the coaches that are stuck at home and the athletes out there, you know, what are our weaknesses? What can we work on? How can we build on working those things into that timetable you talked about there? That can I, Could that get a little bit boring after a while or do you kind of try and mix it up a little bit? Um, yeah, absolutely. There's um, a definite um, sort of concern that what we're doing each day can become boring, um, can become quite mundane, particularly if you're um, in an area where you're, you're stuck at home, um, not being able to, to get out of the house and do those activities. Um, so it's all very important to ensure we're keeping that variety um, in, in our lives. Um, and whilst we're we're stuck at home, it can be quite easy to, you know, if we're doing work, it, you know, potentially sit in bed and do work or sit in the lounge and do work. But it's been quite important to keep that variety and have different areas um, that we have different activities for. Um, and again, this can massively affect our sleep and where we relax. You know, we tend to associate the lounge area with relaxing, our bed with being asleep, um, and we want to draw work and other activities away from those areas um, to ensure they're still what we would perceive as a relaxing area. Well, we're hoping definitely over the coming weeks and certainly looking at the weather forecast for the weekend that the weather's going to start improving and for anyone who's got you know, a bit of garden space outside can actually start utilising that. Either that's for a little bit of exercise or just somewhere to go and sit that's not, like you say, somewhere where usually you would associate with relaxing or sleeping because... Um, you know, it's it's going to be very easy to get some bad habits creeping in over the next kind of few weeks and months, as opposed to some people that I know will make the best of it and get some good habits. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's, you know, the sort of thing we've got to think about, um, you know, particularly from um, my point of view, I've got a, a small flat, so it's about thinking about those different areas. And if you've got a garden, um, you know, it's particularly important to, utilize that garden um you know if it's just to sit out there do a um exercise session out there um again there's an abundance of uh, activities um, and exercises we can now do online um and to utilize the areas that we have um in particular outside um and getting that sunshine when it when it arrives um to do those activities yeah, I think we're all ready for a little bit of vitamin D, but hopefully it'll, uh, it will appear soon. Um, just picking up on the point we mentioned a bit earlier with uh, in terms of upskilling ourselves, um, whether you're a coach or an athlete out there, obviously there's time during the day, and we've only noticed it when I've started doing some timetabling in the last week, but actually the volume of travel time, whether that's to school, whether that's to training, whether that's to work, you know, for our parents and coaches out there, there's actually a big chunk of time that if we're working our normal hours, even if we're working from home, we're actually getting back every single day. Yeah, absolutely. And um, as you say, you know, if you're potentially commuting to London or even if it's a 10 minute 
20 minute journey, that's time that we've drawn back that we won't be won't be using. Um, and it's important to then utilize that time and what we have um, to maintain our routine. If we're still getting up at the same time, still going to bed at the same time, to then utilize that um, to our advantage. Um, now, if you're a said if you're a swim coach, it might be a case of refreshing yourselves um, on uh, the laws of swimming and just thinking about you know potentially a stroke. You need to have a look at and how you'd coach it a bit different. Or if you're a swimmer, to think about um, a potential weakness you have. There's the, um, you know, potentially looking at, I've got weakness in uh, leg kick. Is there an exercise that I can look up and think about that I can do during my exercise sessions? And utilising that time that we wouldn't be commuting or doing other activities due to the re restrictions, um, and utilise that time to upskill ourselves um, and use it to our advantage. Um, and that helps our focus and our well-being um, and helps us bring out the positives from the, the current situation. Yeah, definitely. And I think one thing to kind of, I guess, add on to that as well is we spend a lot of time um, celebrating what we're very good at uh, in terms of we'll go to events or we'll coach in a certain way because we're really strong in that area. Um, and that's actually, you know, an opportunity now to say, where am I, where have I got more room for development? Because if I can lift that area over the next kind of three, four, five weeks or however long this goes on for, you know, when I come back in, I'm actually going to be in a position to deliver a better service to my athletes. And like you mentioned there for athletes, that might be exactly the same thing if they got a weak area specifically in their strokes or not just in swimming. Let's take other examples. We could look at land work. We could look at nutrition. We could look at goal setting and psychology. So there's lots of different areas there that they can work on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think in terms of that, it's um, important to take stock of um, those ideas and to um, utilize those ideas um, to bring forward um, and so we are uh, using those upskilling times to our advantage um, when going forward as um, as coaches. Okay so jumping on to um, a little bit more around I guess the mental health point of view because obviously there's a lot of people that are in situations they're not used to. Um, a couple of points really I want to unpack first around staying connected and actually kind of your views on how important that is certainly from a mental well-being point of view. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, when we think about our, our average day, um, you know, if we're going to work or um, doing other activities um, and the amount of connections we'd have just over that time. So, for example, if you um, commute to London on the train, you'll have a number of different connections with a number of different people just through that one commute before you even get to work and then the number of connections that you actually have at work. Um, and now those connections and those um, sort of interactions have been removed from our from our daily lives. Um, and it's important to identify how important those interactions and that um, feeling that we've got people around us. Um, so it's important to utilize what we now have. So, you know, things like Skype or Zoom or FaceTime um, to stay connected um, with others um, and to implement that into our days as well um, much as we would um, if we were going to work those things would be implemented into our days 
because we have to do those have those interactions. Um, so timetabling them timetabling them in um, so that we can have time when we say right okay I'm going to have a couple of hours then I'm going to utilize that to you know potentially contact people from the swimming club contact people from work family friends um, and just spend that time speaking with others um, ensuring we maintain our support network alternatively we might even increase our support network as we become more involved in um, potentially online discussions so one of the things we've got at Westman Club is a Facebook page um, and actually we're having more interaction with our swimmers through that Facebook page and finding out what they're doing than what we would have um, just in an hour of a swim session or a couple of hours of swim session. Yeah, definitely. I think there's quite a few coaches out there who have said they've actually really got to know the different sides to their athletes and the the other things they get up to and, and also how they deal with adversity because obviously this is a very difficult situation for a lot of people, whatever performance level you're working at and actually watching how they deal with it and supporting them through that kind of, I think, develops that coach-athlete and coach-parent relationship a lot better than perhaps, like you say, if we hadn't had, had this at all. Yeah, absolutely. Um and also kind of thinking on the um, sort of uh, connection ideas, you know, again, that will benefit us um, going forward if we know more about our um, swimmers and more about, you know, potentially the, the problems that they're facing at this time um, or the alternative things they're doing. That's going to, again, bring us back to the upskilling um, in terms of our interaction, our communication as well for sure um one thing you've obviously got the, the coaching background that many of us out there who are listening have got also so there's something that you've got going on at your club that i'd like to share with everyone because i think it's a great idea just to keep everyone moving forwards and staying positive yeah absolutely um so that thing's the uh confidence jar so this is um i believe it was royston swimming club we saw um on their their facebook page uh, we're talking about this and essentially it's um, a jar or a container um, that you can use you can um, decorate it with positive things maybe a photo of a, your biggest achievement or something on the jar um, and then you know every few days or every day you will write down on a bit of paper and put in the jar just something that you've done well something you've achieved or potentially something that was a bit of a struggle but you still managed to do um so for me i have my confidence jar and in it i put um about coming home after work on a friday night and not actually going to get my usual takeaway and cooking a uh, a decent meal um, and that was a struggle after a day of work so i put that um in the jar um, and then the purpose is when we are having um, a day where we're not as motivated or we're less confident we can look in the in the jar and see the things we have achieved and the things we've been able to done um, to do when it wasn't um, easy to to be able to do that, and that will give us a bit more motivation, a bit more confidence to um, push ourselves forward and keep sort of keep on moving during this during this time. Well, I think that's absolutely awesome. That's something certainly I'll be spreading the word of. Uh, so big shout out to both Ware and Royston Swimming Club for that because that's really really great. Um. Just really before we go, have you got any kind of takeaway points really from uh, from your clinical experience and your, your overlap into the coaching world? Just a couple of takeaway messages for everyone out there. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's important that we, you know, continue to share ideas um, and continue to share the thoughts that we have with with others. Um, nine times out of ten, we're gonna we're gonna find a thought or something that we've been thinking, and other people are going to be thinking exactly the same or have exactly the same problems. And it's important just to to share everything that we you know we have on offer to. Um, be able to help everyone um, at this time um, and again stay connected with with all the resources that we've got around us wonderful well some great takeaway tips there thank you very much for your time tom uh, thank you very much thanks tom again for joining us some great ideas and tips there to help us all as always, we love hearing from our athletes, coaches and parents, so please make sure you get in touch via our Twitter, Facebook and Instagram pages. Just search for Swim England East Region. Also, if you've not managed to check it out yet, the National Talent Team are adding more resources every week to the Swim England YouTube page, so make sure you head over there. Stay safe and healthy everyone, and we look forward to our next episode on the Swim England East Region podcast.